When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and the restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Joining us now, we have Chastity Wentworth, uh, who has uh, dealt with uh, colorectal cancers from Farmington, New Hampshire. Her husband, Fred, is with us. And uh, sons, Connor and Brady... And one of them has on a Bills hat. Yeah. And we're going to yeah, let that we'll leave slide. Alone, and we also have uh, Dr. Doug Rubinson. This is an easy one. Gastrointestinal oncologist That's from right. Dana-Farber. Doesn't need the, uh, the Dead Sea Scroll of the, of the uh, description of, uh, of your title over at uh, Dana-Farber. But Chastity, I always start with take us to the beginning of your journey. Okay. Um, thank you for having me here. First of, of course. All. <laughs> um, I was diagnosed with stage four colorectal cancer in April of 2020, right as um, COVID was starting. Um, I started out with some abdominal pain. I had like a spot, which was my liver. Um, that hurt when I laid down on the bed on my stomach and went to my primary care and we did some blood work and I thought I had an ulcer. She thought it was gallstones. And um, after some scans and stuff, we found out that it was in fact colon cancer that had spread to, um, to my liver. So automatically um, diagnosed stage four, I went to my local oncologist who told me that um, I was going to be on chemo for life. I was going to live a few years at best. I wouldn't be able to see my kids grow up. Um, and when I was in for one of my um, scans, I think a PET scan, uh, my husband called Dana Farber and set me up for an appointment for a second opinion. And that's when I met Dr. Rubinson. And we um, was his approach a little different than what you heard originally. It was a little bit different. We went with the strongest, most aggressive chemo that I could have because I was otherwise a healthy young adult, um, and he thought that I could handle the chemo um, as it was. And um, I remember one of my first questions being to him, "Do you think I'll ever have surgery? Will I be able to watch my kids grow up?" And he said, "Surgery is not." possible right now but probable in the future and that's all that I needed to hear and he's been with me standing by me and cheering me on the whole time so I um I did 12 round 13 rounds of chemo um I did a, a PVE for the liver that failed and I was again told chemo for life you're not gonna we can't do anything else no other surgeries and I went and did a second opinion um and found out that I was eligible for ALPS, which is a very um, aggressive two-part liver. They open you up, liver surgery. Um, had some complications from that, but ended up doing okay. And then we went in and removed part of my colon, and I had an ileostomy for a few months, and then they reversed that, and then we found a nodule on my lung. 
and I had a um, wedge resection on my lung, and I have now been cancer-free for a little over a year. Ooh. Wow. Good wow. For you. That, yeah. that is a fabulous. I was just, I was reading, you know, just uh, just everything that, that you've been going through, and uh, it seems ex- excessive. I mean, was this a, a more challenging than most um, cyst, um, uh, situation? Yeah, I mean, we found this later than we would like, and I think it speaks to the importance of colonoscopies in young adults. Um, Men and women? Yeah, you know, it used to be started age 50. Um, it's now changed, so the guidelines nationwide are to start at age 45 earlier if you have a family history. And I think we also need to educate people that symptoms like having blood in your stool or abdominal pain can't be ignored even in young people because we're seeing more colon cancer. And the key to give a patient an opportunity for a cure is to catch it early. We caught hers a lot later than we wanted to. We obviously had no guarantees at diagnosis and I can't give guarantees. What I can do is give every patient the best possible chance to have the outcome we're all looking for. Thus far, we've had incredible response. She's cancer-free. We hope that's for forever, but we're going to follow her closely, and God forbid we see this again, we're going to be ready to pounce and give her another chance. Dr. Rubinson, I know yeah. that you even mentioned the, uh, you know, it used to be 50. Now we're sliding it to, how much of that is uh, research done at Dana-Farber, medical breakthroughs, how much of that is just life expectancy now compared to where people were in terms of that guidance? What's been the biggest factor in moving that age up? So Dana-Farber has been instrumental in championing to move colonoscopies earlier than age 50 because we're part of the group of researchers around the world who've recognized this shift to earlier diagnosis. Uh, one of the major research efforts we have in our group in GI cancer at Dana-Farber is to understand what's happening that's causing colon cancers to be increasing in frequency in younger adults. Is it the food we eat? Is it the bacteria that live in our body? Is it some exposure? Let's see if we can find the people who are at risk so that we can detect it in those people earlier. And let's see if we can understand what's driving this so we can remove the things from our daily lives that are potentially putting us at higher risk of developing colon cancer at too young of an age. So uh, Connor and Brady, by any chance, is either one of these uh, good-looking boys named after Tom Brady? Mom says no. Mom says no. Okay. So, uh, Connor and Brady, how tough is your mom? Is, this, is she the toughest mom going with all she's gone through and everything she's dealing with? And then, obviously, dealing with you two, you two goofballs. <laughs> like, well, what's going on? How t- talk about your mom a little bit. Um, she's really tough. She's really tough. Does yeah. she does she just is she just uh is always in, you know uh encouraging guys to you know you know not give up and you know try hard at everything you do? Yeah. How about you Brady with the Buffalo Bills oh, hat that's on? That's Connor. That's Connor. Oh, that's Connor, Connor. with the yeah. Bills hat. Are you are he, you, no, he's trying he doesn't want to talk. Anything. That's the thing. Listen, he knows he's I, in there with the Bills yeah, hat. Yeah, we said we wouldn't tease you for wearing the Bills hat. Is that your team? Yeah. Oh, wow, All you right. said it with uh with yeah, a lot of confidence. Yeah, okay. You did exactly. Uh, Mom, how much were the kids motivating for you through all of this? They, they were my life, my, my kids and my husband, and that's what kept me going every single day. How did they react to everything? They actually took it better than we anticipated. 
So, How did you go about breaking the news? So at first we we weren't going to tell them because I didn't want them to worry about me. I didn't want them to think that something bad was going to happen. Um, but once I started chemo and I had to go home with the pack of chemo that was getting administered for 48 hours, we had to tell them what was going on. So we just sat them down and we said, listen, mommy is sick and she's going to have a lot of appointments and she's going to be really tired. Um, but we're going to the best doctors that we can and everything's going to be okay. And they, they were, they were good. They Makes you realize good. how resilient kids really are. Yes. When it comes to situations like this. Yes, absolutely. So you are in remission. Is that the easiest way to say it? Where are you in terms of your journey? And Doc, you might be uh, as good a qualified. She's cancer free. All right. Wow. Yes. We'll go with that. Yeah. Uh, is that tattoo on your arm connected to, uh, yeah, there we yes. go. I kind of, tell me a little bit about that. So um, once I once I got my cancer free, um, I, I needed to signify it on my body with the tattoo. <laughs> so fight like a mama, because my boys are my everything. Mm -hmm. You know, I did everything I did for them. Um, the butterfly is for my mother who passed away with lung cancer. And then the the blue is the colon cancer ribbon with a heart for my husband. Mm. Well Look done. at you. You found your way in there. Look at that. <laughs> That's right. Uh, and uh, Dr. Uh, Dr. Rubinson, a little bit on what happens when a, a patient like Chastity gets to the point to where it's cancer-free, but now it is the maintenance portion of making sure that nothing happens. Can you kind of shed some light sure. for people who – do or might or out there right now are actively going through this and then the sort of what's next. Yeah. So we watch people very closely um, just in case we see sign of this. And that's exactly what happens to happen to chastity. We're getting scans very regularly. We're getting labs, blood work, looking for circulating tumor DNA in our bloodstream, anything that could clue us in that there's something afoot and needs our attention. And that first sign of seeing something growing in her body that was worrisome we immediately sent her to one of our thoracic surgery colleagues and said, we're worried about this spot in her lung. Let's get it out. Um, we had, she had surgery. It was removed. And now we're right back on track and hoping we never see anything again, but always prepared uh, if something were to arise to pounce. And this is something that you could speak to, doctor, just in terms of the, the, the surgeries used to be incredibly invasive. Now there are different ways to be able to, from spinal cord injuries now to, you know, uh, in your world, just a little bit on the advancements maybe that Dana-Farber has made in terms of having these surgeries that are less painful, less invasive to be able to help people when they need it. No, certainly. I mean, and we have the luxury of partnership with an incredible group of surgeons at Brigham and Women's Hospital um, who are at the forefront of developing robotic surgeries when those are the most appropriate. What we want is the most effective, safest surgery that we can offer. And in this situation, it was a small incision to get out the piece of lung uh, that had cancer in it. And that was the most appropriate that, surgery for her. That's amazing. How long was that incision? Like, seriously. She, she could tell how, you how better than I. Incision? I know. It really wasn't. That's was, a, so you went in spots. and you took something out of someone's lung. And the incision was, what, two inches? Yeah. That is 
crazy time when you think <laughs> about it. But it really goes to show some of the ways that the monies have been able to, through Dana-Farber, have been able to help to be able to uh, get to that point. So what is maintenance like now for you? So now how are things different? How's the mindset change? Just kind of walk us through your day-to-day now that you beat it, but you got to keep an eye on it. I do, yeah. So every three months I go come back to Dana-Farber and – we do scans and MRIs, um, blood work. I do the Natera testing for the circulating DNA. Um, and so I'm, we haven't got to six month mark yet, but I'm okay with that. I think I would be too nervous to wait six months to get scans done. Do you get the agita every three months or it's like, oh boy? Every, every three months, right before I get a couple weeks before I start getting like really you nervous. Get nervous, yeah. Yes. So it's like in the back of your mind. Well, uh, you've told a great story. And, of course, uh, colon cancer is – is it number – it's in the top three, right? That's right. Okay. I always forget what order. It's one of those things that after a while you try not to think about. But I know it is in the top three of the most common cancers out there. There's too many. Yes. And they're happening to patients that are too young. And we are – you know, Dana-Farber now has the Young Onset Colorectal Cancer Clinic because we recognize there's a different biology here. Why is this happening? Our patients are different than we're used to caring for. We're used to seeing patients in their 60s and 70s. People in their 30s have different types of cancer, but they also have different needs. They have families. How do we support our patients, not only their cancer, but their lives and families in the face of all that's involved, the surgeries, the chemotherapy that they have to go through? And so we have an incredible system of social workers, the oncologists, you know, all, and the researchers all focused on how do we best care for these young people who have colon cancer. Well, amazing stuff. Uh, Doug Rubinson from the uh, gastrointestinal, or is a gastrointestinal oncologist from Dana-Farber. Chastity Wentworth, her husband, Fred, and the boys, Connor and Brady. Thanks for telling your story. We appreciate it. There's a lot of people, I'm sure, that uh, connect to it. And, uh, Let's get this Bills hat. Yeah, I know. Let's, can we get a <laughs> can we get a, a Red hat Sox or hat or something? Or a Red Sox hat, exactly right. Yeah. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. 
The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.